Nice to see you. Welcome, and thanks for joining us live. I'm kind of glad that we're on at night so that we're not competing with all the football and baseball games. So many, man. All the time. And this is the time of year when there's both, you know? Football's kind of nice. They changed it a little bit. They moved the hash marks in. Guys found them and smoked them anyway. <laughs> But you know, football uh, wants to be the national, uh, the number one sport, national pastime. And I, I think it already is, really, because football represents something we are. We are Europe Junior. <laughs> when you get right down to it, we're Europe Junior. We play the Europe game. What was the Europe game? Let's take their land away from them. <laughs> You'll be the pink in the map, we'll be the blue, and they'll be the green. Ground acquisition, and that's what football is. Football is a ground acquisition game. You knock the crap out of 11 guys and take their land away from them. <laughs> Of course, we only do it 10 yards at a time. That's the way we did it with the Indians, one by little by little. First down in Ohio, Midwest to go. Hi, everybody, this is your cousin Brucey, and you are listening to TV Confidential. And now, not confidential, here's Cousin It. Ladies and gentlemen, June 22nd, 2008. That was the day that stand-up comedian, writer, actor George Carlin died of heart failure at the age of 71. Who yeah. appeared on Ed Sullivan's show Ed Sullivan's frequently. Show. Yep. And Very uh, different George Carlin back then, well, too, he uh, was aesthetically speaking. Early, early, early George Carlin, where he appeared, he, wasn't, he, he didn't have the long hair and the beard and the mm-hmm. hippy-dippy you know, persona. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was clean-cut, suit and tied, which is pretty much the way every comic performed yes. in the 60s. Yeah, and he was partnered with Jack Burns for a while. For a while, I forgot yeah. about that. Right. Yeah, he. Uh, so yeah, so he was partnered. Uh, he did uh, radio stuff with Jack Burns and uh, influenced by Bob and Ray. Yes, very much so. And I think uh, also he was influenced by Danny Kay. That was that was the person he wanted to grow up to be was Danny Kay. A very interesting uh, uh, departure from uh, what we would associate Danny Kay. Yeah. But uh, uh, George Carlin, I think, just had a wonderful. Uh, his his comedy was. You know, even his earlier stuff, I mean, just he had something to say. This is a person who really loved the use of words. And I'm not just talking about the seven words you well, can't no, say. And, and we, I know we've talked about this before, but the, but the, the seven words were not, it was not a purient type of routine. It was a commentary on language. Yes. And unfortunately, uh, with people like George Carlin and Lenny Bruce and Richard Pryor, there are going to be those that just inventory the words right. and report back. We still have them today. They do it with uh, everything from uh, Family Guy to John Stewart. They're just going to inventory the words and report back and say, this is bad because they said this word so many times. Right. And, and, and that's not the point. Uh, and George Carlin was, yeah, he was making comments on, on uh, how we use language, how language is manipulated. And how some of the words in certain contexts are perfectly fine. Yeah. It's how you use them. He, he played with uh, ethnic slurs and ultimately said the words are meaningless. It's the racist uh-huh, uh, that you got to worry about, right. which, you know, is, is not only very true, right. but it's like you sh- it would be nice to take that quote and pass it around once in a while, especially when you are creating both drama and comedy. It's like if you're doing a period piece and those were the words that people use mm-hmm. freely, then you can't judge the period piece by a, a modern morality. And it's like, these are not bad people. That was the word. But uh, he, uh, he, w- he was great with that. 
I, I do find it amazing, and I, I've noticed this uh, the last couple of years, I think, especially during the election cycle and post-election cycle, and I see him all the time on Facebook, a quote. Yes. People will get a picture of him, and it might be classic long hair or more cranky old. Cranky old, <laughs> cra- cranky old man George the last couple of years. Yeah, the cranky old man George. Uh, I, I would probably see a little bit more of him. Yeah. But when he, you know, a direct quote, a commentary, and it is amazing. You could take whatever is breaking in the news today, and somebody will find the perfect George Carlin quote to be almost a rebuttal for what whatever is happening. And yeah, I mean, you know how people do the graphics. You get that one shot of him maybe screaming into a microphone or speaking or being more philosophical, and then they have the direct quote and his name attributed to it, and it works so well. I mean, that is a, a, a true sign that uh, the things he said were, were rather timeless and are, are, are still applicable. He did the news before Saturday Night Live had mm-hmm. Weekend Update. Laffin would do the news as well, but George Carlin was actually doing it probably around the same time Laffin got started. And since you brought it up, George Carlin was the original was host, host of SNL. SNL. Yeah. SNL. Very first. Very first host of SNL, yeah. Def- I mean, obviously Weekend Update is greatly influenced by the uh, all the National Lampoon guys and uh, the Harvard Lampoon and uh, the the live show that they did. But you know, George Carlin, I think from a broad level, he was doing that. And everyone remembers Hal Sleet, uh, the hippie dippy weatherman. Weather yeah. yeah, tonight's forecast is dark. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, he did a whole news show. And a lot of times it was very poignant. And a lot of it was playing with the words, yeah, especially during the Vietnam era, all the new words that we were using, you know, to say that we're bombing our enemy. Yeah, it's, you know, uh, and uh, he did, uh, I, and I hope it's on YouTube somewhere, when he was a guest uh, on the Flip Wilson show, uh, the two of them did, uh, I think it was a Christmas episode, they, they did like co-anchors, kind of like a Huntley Brinkley, mm-hmm. and they had it covered. And uh, he always had the same closing line. He, he just uh, paraphrased uh, Edward R. Murrow. You know, he would end his, you know, his news broadcast, good night and good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Which was, you know, wonderful the way he did that. Well, good evening. It's time for lunch in New York, time for breakfast in Chicago, and time to get up and go home in Beverly Hills. (laughs) This is Fred Drymar and John Teeny bringing you the Drymar Teeny Report. In consumer news, a food and health inspector arrested the owner of a Kansas City butcher shop today. It seems that traces of meat were found in the hot dogs. Turning to our medical file, Dr. Herman Berger today spent six hours performing a delicate heart transplant over the telephone. The operation was successful. Unfortunately, it was a wrong number. The Supreme Court today reversed a lower court ruling which had upheld an earlier decision by a circuit judge allowing an injunction which would restrain a defendant from contesting an order to force him to show cause why he should not be enjoined from initiating a lawsuit. (laughs) Everyone involved has been taken to a home. And a sad note from Hollywood, legendary silent film star Mark Dunbar died today. He had no last words, but made several gestures. <laughs> good night and good, good luck. You can now purchase T-shirts, mugs, caps, hoodies, wall clocks, and other gifts with the TV Confidential logo 
from the official TV Confidential merchandise shop. For more information, go to televisionconfidential.com forward slash merchandise or cafepress.com forward slash TV Confidential. Cafepress.com forward slash TV Confidential. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time homebuyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.